You're listening to the Sage Hill Podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd. Sage Hill is a social impact organization that helps people see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back in to the Sage Hill Podcast. This is Phil Herndon along with Chip Dodd. Hey, Chip. Hey, Phil. We're uh, at CPE at the moment. Yeah. Doing a continuing professional up. excellence. That's correct. Doing the uh, continuing the series on feelings. I know we've got one out on <clears throat> sadness you and Stephen James did yeah. a while back. And today we're going to talk about one that everybody is familiar with the word, the word, but not everybody may be real familiar what exactly it is. And uh, it's a word that I have spent a lot of time avoiding. Uh, and uh, I think every child who has learned to walk has probably experienced this physically. It's a word called hurt. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of experience being hurt. But maybe not a whole lot of real, you know, like understanding of what it is. So take it away on uh, this thing called hurt, this feeling called hurt. Now what? (laughs) (laughs) After all that introduction, (laughs) all this rehearsal, seven seconds of rehearsal. Part, yeah. Yeah, Well, actually, um, you know, we talked about the feelings we want to avoid, and. uh, and the thing is, you know, we talked about the eight feelings. Almost anybody listening to this podcast is kind of familiar with, wouldn't you say, that we talk of focus a lot on eight feelings. And everybody's new to the podcast. I would say we do that, yes. Yeah, we're focusing on eight feelings <laughs> uh-huh. from the book, The Voice of the Heart. And um, every time we look at the feelings, it's anger, sadness, hurt, loneliness, fear. We call it healthy, shame, glad, and guilt. And people say, well, you know, there are seven negative ones or seven bad ones mm-hmm. and just one good one. But what we've been talking about for years now is that there are eight feelings we've been given to be able to live fully in a place that's really rough or even tragic. You know, we've been given eight gifts, eight feelings to be able to live fully in a tragic place. And so once we once we have uh, faced the reality and the truth of life is that if we're going to live it, it's going to hurt. And if you try not to live it, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Life is going to have pain in it. It mm-hmm. hurts. And so if we talk about you know feelings being gifts to help us live fully in a tragic place, then hurt is something that we need to be able to be sensitive to and recognize so whatever gift there is in it, we can get it. And you and I both know that hurt is a feeling that tells us we're in need of healing. So hurt is the feeling that tells us we've received a pain, we've experienced a wound, we've gotten a cut. And in the emotional world, usually it's we've received a, a words towards us that, that, that cut or harm. And you know the old saying, sticks or stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm-hmm. It's one of the great cliche lies. Yeah, not true. No, it's not true. In fact, the words, don't they stick longer mm-hmm. than even the events that come and go like a smack in the head, so to speak. Yeah. It's the words of, I hate you. The words of, I wish you hadn't been born. The words are, what are you doing here? Or nobody asks you to come in the room. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. Who makes you, what makes you think I care? Those kinds of words mm-hmm. really, really stick and they stick deep, you know? Mm-hmm. So hurt is a feeling that tells us we're in need of healing because we've experienced a wound and the pain is indicative of the need. I mean, the pain points to the need. So hurt is a feeling that is healed through confession of need 
and then going to people who know what hurt is. Um, like if you do not get a cut or have a you know sick or have a broken leg, we go to the person who knows what healing is. So we go to the doctor, and they'll you know like put a cast on the leg or, or you know repair the bone or replace re uh, what's it called uh, reset the bone and put a cast on it. And then when the cast comes off, there's rehabilitation on the leg and dealing with the atrophy that occurred while it was healing. So you can get back up and get back in the life or in the game of living or whatever you want to call it. So hurt is a feeling that brings us to healing, but we've got to go to people who know what hurt is. And in, in other words, if they know what hurt is, and they're probably people who have expert in being human, expertise in being human, knowing how to heal themselves. So you've got to go to other people. And this sounds funny. You, you talk about this, Phil. We've got to go to people that in our history we would have associated as being weak. Like um, if we believed in sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. If we believe that we shouldn't, quote, unquote, be bothered by what people say or words that have been, you know, we've been wounded by or rejections that we've experienced, we, if we keep telling ourselves we should get over it, we shouldn't feel it, we shouldn't this and shouldn't that, then... Whenever we're hurt, we're not going to trust because we look down on people who know what to do with hurt, who are sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you might want to share some about that. But uh, we need to go to people who know what hurt is because only hurt people can help us heal. And people who don't admit they're hurt, hurt people. Yeah. Like if I'm a cut on my leg and I run and say, man, that's hurting. And somebody says to me, why would that hurt you? What are you, a baby? See, hurt people hurt people, but people who've been healed from hurt can help people. A lot of H's there, but you get what No, I'm that's true. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, was it now when wrote the book Wounded Healer? Yeah. You know, same concept. Yeah. Like, you know, if I'm, if I'm unwilling to do it my own hurt, there's no way I can be present with someone that's really hurting. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a word also, Todd, you mentioned how, you know, one of the uh, outcomes of feeling hurt exploring it, expressing it, that kind of thing, is uh, healing. There's also a word connected to it, as you write about, this word courage. And a lot of times people will say, well, courage is, you know, not listening to your fear and showing up anyway and, you know, being brave. It's the same as being brave and all that kind of stuff. And I've been asked a thousand times, it means you've been asked a million times, what what does courage, if you, you know, listening to this, think about what you, how you define courage um, but what does courage have to do with hurt? Because they seem oh, to yeah. me on the surface to be com- almost opposite. Yeah, yeah, they really, they really do. In, f- in fact, we start talking about fear, connecting fear and faith. It seems ox- like an oxymoron mm-hmm. and putting two things together that don't really fit. But, but it, the thing is, if I have hurt and I go get help and I get healing, and then healing allows me to return to being fully involved. Agreed? Because mm-hmm. I get the healing, then I can go back into wherever I came from or return to life on life's terms, more, more able to live it because I'm not having to limp with the wound. I've been, my leg's been rehabilitated. In fact, a lot of times there's there's a thinking that says that scar tissue is stronger than, you know, something that hasn't been wounded before. Mm-hmm. But uh, courage means to be fully in, to be all in. It's like I'm, I'm com- fully, per- full participation with my heart. Like I'm, I'm doing and living what matters to me. 
So if hurt is healed, it returns us to what I consider the courage we were born with. And I know it seems even weirder now to talk about babies are probably born with, you know, the most courage we'll ever have in our whole lives because they're, they're, they're fully participating with their hearts without being able to stop it. Mm-hmm. They're all in no matter what. They, they don't know any difference. They don't even know the wounds of life not to be all in. Mm-hmm. So once we start getting hurt, and if we're able to say that hurts and have it resolved, have a healing from it, that lets us return to the courage we were born with. It encourages us to go back and take the risk of, of getting hurt. For example, we think of uh, uh, love as being a very courageous experience, a very courageous things to, thing to do. But a person can, is only capable of love as much as they're also capable of feeling hurt. Because two people that love each other, I mean, look, you and I have been together a long time doing this work. You're not, like, you've been in Nashville, you know, we live in Murfreesboro, but you've been in Nashville for 12 years, going mm-hmm. on 13 years mm-hmm. now, right? And so, you know, you and I, in the early days, you know, well, later days, all the days, driving from Murfreesboro to Nashville, Nashville to Murfreesboro, and you and I have done a lot of, you know, you know, high tension work. Um, things get said, uh, nerves get frayed, wounds get spoken. And so, you know, I've hurt you before. Would you not agree? Yeah. And of course, yeah. <laughs> of course. And then, and of course, you know, it doesn't go both ways, does it? No, no, no. no, I, no you know, y'all way. don't feel out there. Anybody knows Phil, you know he's never hurt me. <laughs> but I mean, and, and that, that hurt, um, it allows, though, if we will say it to each other, it keeps a division or a wedge growing between us. It, it, it allows us to stay in partnership as we work towards a common goal or vision, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, hurt is healing, but hurt also that's healed lets me and you continue to have full-hearted participation. Even though we've hurt each other, the love uh, allows us to have room to know, yeah, we're going to hurt each other, but you and I can talk about it, share about it, mm-hmm. heal it, and get on with what we're made to do, right? Mm-hmm. And you and, you and I are both, honestly, we're made to help people see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. For sure. and we do it differently, but it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And only by me and you being willing to say that hurts or this hurts or even that's scary. or I mean, the number of times we've been stronger through confession, Oh, yeah. A beat all the times that we've been stronger through some kind of self-sufficiency. For sure. Agree? Yeah. So so willingness to be hurt, not harmed, but a willingness to be hurt is one of the uh, hallmark uh, expressions of love. I mean, it's a, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a statement of courage. I'm willing to be hurt and stay in this relationship as courage. Be vulnerable courage. again. Yeah. Then there's the uh, other end. And those, yeah. you know, guys at CPE know. You know, when I say other end, your your eyes are probably moving to your left across the yeah, across true. the uh, picture there, right? Yeah. And this is the word resentment. Now, start with this. What is so like fun, uh, empowering, quote unquote, about resentment? Because you you've been if you've been in any twelve step recovery rooms. You don't have to be there 15 minutes to hear somebody say accurately, man, resentment is relapsed territory. Yes. So what is so yeah, and you great know, about it? Yeah, what's so great about it? That's funny. <laughs> you know, and, and we say the, 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 the resentment is not the opposite of hurt. Resentment isn't the first step we take 
to avoid having to admit we feel hurt, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. So once we decide, I am not, I will not experience this, resentment is the feeling, the, nah, it's the experience, it's the mental state of rejecting hurt. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so resentment is not in and of itself a badness because it's actually close to hurt. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you're still close to home, yeah. even in resentment. So, and and honestly, you know, the work we've done with people with feelings over the years, honestly, we find our feelings through admitting uh, our impaired experiences of feelings, you know? So if I can admit I'm resentful, then I'm likely to be able to find that I feel hurt. But resentment is a powerful, good feeling because a uh, good experience because it, it it's empowering. Mm-hmm. It, um, it fuels me with, this self-will, don't need anybody, defiance against admission of sensitivity. It's um, it is um, it's hatred cast outward, really, as mm-hmm. it turns out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to hurt. You're going to hurt, and I will give you nothing of me. So, from that standpoint, it feels really good at the first blush. Yeah, you know, revenge is sweet. At, yeah. Yeah. yeah, until it gets sour, and then it has its uh, consequences. I've heard that as. Um People talking about it, it gets resent over and yeah. over and over. I was going to bring that up. Over. Yeah, that 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 hurt that turns into resentment is resending that which I've received. Uh-huh. I have this feeling, but you're going to pay for it. I'm yeah. going to send it to you. And I'm going to multiply it. Mm-hmm. And we know that people who become resentful, uh, me, you. It turns into the the uh, pride of having kind of a. Uh, uh, a revenge-focused attitude, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not letting anybody get to me. And what that means is that hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. because it becomes a decision that includes everyone instead of a decision that includes some people, Do you know? Yeah. That, that attitude is uh, global. For sure. So then anyone who wants to love me, I can't see it because I have a revenge focus. I'm not letting anybody get mm-hmm. to me. And then the tragedy is one step farther away from my heart, hurt, to resentment, resentment, to revenge, revenge, to it kind of becomes a sort of a a character defect, a vengeful attitude. Mm -hmm. And nobody can be close to somebody who's vengeful, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody's Mm -hmm. careful and everybody's scared. So I'm isolated, which makes me more resentful. So, you know. It is the catch. The solution is the catch twenty two of disaster. So if, um, if this experience of hurt, which you know, it is if meaning sense, since it's this universal experience, right? Like hurt. I was. I've read. You've read more than I have about limbic brain activity. That you know the limbic brain can't tell the difference between physical hurt and emotional hurt. Mm-hmm. I kick you in the shin. You're going to go ow. I double cross you, betray you. You're, you're going to go owl in mm-hmm. a different way. So, what's you know to kind of wrap up this this uh, segment, if you will, about hurt? What do we do with it? Like it's so universal. If you love somebody, you're in a relationship. It's going to happen probably before the clock strikes twelve, yeah. so to speak. What do we do? Yeah. You know what's amazing is that uh, honestly and truly, um, I'm amazed at how the limbic system is healed. Well, the first step in the heart being healed is that the thing called confession. Years ago, you taught me that confession means to agree mm-hmm. that I'm human. Is that still correct? Mm-hmm. To agree to, with God. To agree with yeah. God to, and to the admission. 
Mm-hmm. It's like I'm admitting I'm fessing up to being in need. I'm fessing up to my condition. I'm fessing up to I'm not God, and I hope you are kind of thing to, mm-hmm. to God. So hurt starts out firstly with admission. And then what's amazing is that admission with people who are capable of accepting and receiving the truth of hurt. The limbic world or the heart is healed through caring. Mm. So confession leads as crazy as it sounds. Just the simple experience of caring is a healing experience. Now, the doctor who, let's say medical doctor, who walks a person or physical therapist who walks a person through the muscles returning to their proper place or the leg being able to be used in its proper way. That competence is wonderful, and that helps the sort of the physical movement mm-hmm. or that helps a person be competent in their daily living. But to know that the person who's competent also cares is the healing experience of returning a person's heart to how it's made to be. And when we're literally, because we're literally created to be connected, the only way we're truly connected is through caring from one person to the other. So whether we call it mystery, magic, just neurological functioning, it doesn't doesn't make any difference what we call it. But hurt is healed through the care of other people who know what it's like to be hurt, and they can they can actually agree with me. Yes, it's hurt, and you will make it. Just keep saying it, keep doing it, and I'll keep caring. Does that, mm. that make sense? Oh yeah, it's a great so, place to end. Yeah, because that for is now, yeah. for now. Yeah, so much more to it. That that is such a. Um, I don't know, rare commodity, I guess you would say, yeah. for some of us growing up. Yeah. You know, get tough, get over it, deal with it, send out a tweet, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just make this go away. So, man, that even the words you said, you know, go go to someone who cares and make confession slash admission of being in a really vulnerable place. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it again sometime. Okay. Uh, you, you pick the time and I'll be there. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a dramatic end. Yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll yeah. see you next time. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.